0: Hello and good day to you, my beautiful friends. I do hope you are well. Welcome to Cross Button, our fortnightly deep dive into all things PlayStation. I'm your host, Laurie, and today I'm joined by the PlayStation All-Stars themselves. It's Heather and Dan. Hello. Hello. Oi, oi hello right now before we get started with the show i just want to remind everyone that we are part of the cross players so if you enjoy what you hear please do check out all of the other podcasts if you'd like to support us, please leave us a review. Follow us on Twitter at the Crossplayers. Share our tweets, like them, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and check out TheCrossPlayers.com for links to all of our other content and our Discord. And if you really want to show the love, you can do so via uh, Patreon.com forward slash Crossplayers. Contribute as little as £2 a month and help us produce the show and gain entry into our lovely WhatsApp group, which is a very nice place to hang out with, with everyone. Yeah. good right, uh, how are you both it's been it's been a little, little, little while is not it i said fortnightly deep dive we have been a bit lapsed recently someone went off and started a new vr based show so yeah uh, apologies nice for man.
1: that piece of shit but we're back
0: we're back now um so yeah how, how are you both
1: fine good. Fuck you. we're fine in reality
0: <laughs> it took you about a minute to call me a piece of shit <laughs> regular, <laughs> regular,
1: regular reality we're Good nice to see you
0: too dad yeah really. we
2: missed you we missed you <laughs> The emotion sick part of our group
1: are fine. Yeah. Like no, we're, we're good. We're, we're oh. rooted in reality and we're, you know, spending time with our partners. We're good. We're fine. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Eva's back. She's got some very cool looking new glasses, and she's I now do. now driving. She's got a new set of wheels.
2: Uh not quite a new set of wheels, borrowing no, my partner's the wheel. wheels, but no, I am um, loose on the roads. So.
1: Yeah. When you say loose time. on the roads bowel movement driving style <laughs> or you just been let loose in general what what are we talking it's like none of that like Not drive those, very carefully you? like let's be real yeah i'm like we're going the speed limit boys um yeah which my partner is fuming about but good Oh god. You. yeah from an insurance broker Good on you. Stay you know, safe. You go. Really? Here it goes, it comes to exactly. insurance chat.
0: <laughs> you that's know, talk for ladies. Welcome to right.
1: Cross and Shore. The, uh... Can I talk to you about some insurance
0: needs, please?
1: Uh, one, been happily relationshiped up for nine years, so I haven't been able to use those killer moves on anyone in a while anyway. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you want to hear about my exes? Thank God, honestly.
0: But no, well done, well done, Heather. Um, Thank you. First, Thank you. first time passing club as well. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. GGs. Good. And Dan, have you, have you been well?
1: Good, mate. Right? Yeah, fine. I'm okay. Yeah. Chilled. Yeah. Relaxed.
0: Chilled out? Yeah, yeah.
1: Good. More, you know, um, moves. I've got to say, I was
0: listening to the latest Crosscast this week. I had a lovely chat between you and Ben. It should have been Alex as well, obviously. He had to dash. But lovely chat between you and Ben, just about juggling uh, work-life balance and how you fit it all in and stuff, which I really enjoyed listening to that. So if anyone hasn't listened to the main Crosscast there, it's uh, definitely definitely worth listen, listening to.
1: Yep. The upshot is it is difficult. Up yeah. with any 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 of us yep. of a certain age it is difficult and good luck to you
0: yeah good okay well let's just jump in then let's start off because we're feeling a bit rusty let's just get ourselves warmed up again let's talk about what we've been playing um dan you've not been playing playstation but you have been playing a playstation <laughs> game you'd like to tell us tell us what it is
1: i've been playing the dreaded last of us part one remake remaster remake what is it okay what we call it uh just remastered remastered no, re- um, no
0: remake it's, it's the remaster is the ps4 one that's
1: the ps4 so it's a remake but this is yes. the remake but the it's the just called the one. One. part one just call it part one that's the new they're one they're all fucking gorgeous though so i don't get that anyway so I didn't need to do it but anyway it's a very good looking game uh however i'm playing it on the steam deck so mm-hmm. i've i've bought it on there as well Shocking. as horizon i know horizon zero dawn uh, the complete edition which i picked up a travesty for about eight pounds Mm. For the entire, including Frozen Wilds, absolutely everything in it, eight quid nice. insane. Nice. That runs beautifully on the Steam Deck. Um, Last of Us, not so much. Like it's still a little bit jittery, a bit buggy. The uh, the graphics are um, notice, noticeably poorer than I don't know, like the Last of Us on uh, PlayStation Five as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it still plays really well. It's still really quick. It's still. Keeps the frame rate up. So I'm happy with it. I'll have to take a couple of videos, I think, and send them to you guys. So. Do you think that's the Steam Deck? It,
0: it's, because obviously Horizon, that's a PS4 game, so it's playing mm. that well, but The Last of Us, that's a PS5 game. Do you think that's the limit of its 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 power well, it's so pushing it?
1: It's play, it, it can play AAA games really well. So I've downloaded Red Dead Redemption 2, and as much as that, again, is a PS4 game, that is a beefy boy, and that mm. plays and looks absolutely stunning. Um... Uh, what the games? Hogwarts plays really well. I've not bought that, but apparently that runs exceptionally well. Looks great. Um, Cyberpunk apparently looks absolutely stunning on it as well. So I might pick that up actually and then give you a go of it to try and persuade you that you need a Steam Deck in the future, Laurie.
0: So, it's kind of like the Vita 2, isn't it? You're talking about all these games now, especially how you can get PlayStation games on it well, and all the and all the indie games. You kind of, you're never going to get a Vita now, are you? Because you just get a Steam Deck.
1: Well, no, no, I've got a Vita already, but if a Vita 2 came out, it, this is making me want a Vita 2 because I think there's an opening now, finally. I think uh, Nintendo, I think PlayStation pulled the trigger a little bit too early with the PSP and Vita. Uh, but if they'd held on to it a little bit later and released it around the same time as the Switch or maybe a year before it, uh, i think it would have been a commercial success and would have done very very well so if a v2 mm. does come on the horizon no pun intended um, no. and they decide to invest in that and go right we think handheld's the future we we'll like the the switch model whatever it might be i would be selling my steam deck in a heartbeat just to buy it
0: wow mm. yeah. yeah i can't see them ever doing it i wish they would and you think with the success of the switch they'd be like well maybe we could did while toe back in that market again but i just i just don't see it that doesn't seem to be the direction anymore so mm,
1: i think mm. so i think i'll do one
0: but so how far I mean, you finished the last of us before right you've yeah. you, you played that before um so how far have you got in the remake
1: i'm only in the first major area still it's maybe like an hour first. and a half in not forty-five minutes. Long. First forty-five
0: um, minutes must be time to sell the game.
1: <laughs> can't sell the game anymore. Oh no! Yeah,
0: what are you going to do? Can't just take know. down the CX, can you? I know, God
1: forbid. <laughs> but it does feel like a new game. It doesn't feel like I'm just playing something that I've played before, which is quite nice.
0: Did yeah. you? You didn't play it on PS5 before when it came out originally? No, the remake. No, no,
1: no. no. Yeah, uh,
0: it's it. I, held off. I, I played on that. It's just uh, definitely worth playing again. It, it feels. Very new again, the the level of polish to it and stuff and the way that they've kind of beefed up the um motion capture and the the acting, the the facial performances yeah. and stuff.
1: It's definitely missing some of the mechanics and beats of part two, but I kind of let, me let it off for that reason. Still a very enjoyable game. Similar to how I felt about Bioshock 2 compared to Bioshock One. It's like uh, Bioshock 2 is the better game mechanically, but uh, story wise, Bioshock One still has a secret place in my heart.
0: Mm, secret mm. nice well heather stop keeping secrets tell us what you've been playing
2: um this will come as a shock to no one um bloodborne oy. Oy oy. so we're you, you quite like those souls games
0: don't you you like the souls yeah. bornies don't you
2: yeah so so <clears> far <throat> this year it's uh, we've done dark souls uh one and bloodborne so we've just got we finished. The platinum for Bloodborne. In fact, on Friday. Well done. Thank Yeah. So, um, it was amazing. Loved it. Um, would it? play Again, the second in time... a heartbeat if they made it.
0: That was your first time playing it, was it?
2: First time playing. Yeah. So first time yeah. playing through all of these games, really. Mm. Um, we started with Demon Souls, the PS5 remaster. So we were kind of spoiled by that because it looks amazing. Yeah. Um. And that was, I think, what was kind of holding me back from playing Bloodborne, because I was like, well, it's suddenly such a downstep, and you guys know how I feel about the good, shiny graphics. Um, but Ooh, after wonderful. playing Dark Souls 1, um, remastered for the... It was like the 3 to 4 remaster. Um, we were sort of convinced that it was actually... Bloodborne's actually, like, better. So, yeah, we jumped in. Loved it. So it was amazing. Mm, Lots of frustrating moments, but...
0: It's an absolute crime they haven't done a patch for that and make it 60 frames per second yeah, patch. Just, that took a bit it. of
2: getting used to, to be fair. Mm. Like, you do have to, like, account for that in what you're doing because there are points where, like, no, I pressed the button and I'm mm. still stood still, still and now I'm dead. Old game. I think
0: there's, so, there's so many people who would say that Bloodborne is their game of the generation last mm last gen and i feel like if they did a showcase and they just did like one more thing and they just shot the logo for bloodborne 2 just yeah people the internet would, just be, would be like whoa yeah. that's it that's it generation's over
1: yeah PS Five, <laughs> would they sales for the roof do you reckon i, I think, think so i mean is it not a step back after something like elden ring though i think people probably be disappointed that they're not giving any more news i don't on know
2: you know I think, I mean, it's like, I love Elden Ring. It's a different style, I think, though, isn't it? It's
0: a different style. Mm. Like, people would love Elden Ring. Well, I don't want to talk about Elden I haven't played any of them. People love Elden Ring, but it must surely that sort of tighter experience of, of Bloodborne, yeah. where it's more of a kind of linear, tighter experience. It's a completely different thing, isn't it? And you can still do, there's still space for both of them, I think.
2: Yeah, I would completely agree.
0: Hmm. And like, when Elden Ring 2 comes out, whether that's this gen or next gen, that obviously will be a massive event now. Yeah. But yeah. there will, at some point, they'll go back to, presumably, they'll go back to a, a more linear. Like Dark Souls or Bloodborne style
1: game. Mr. Day Don't is going get like six of the same game in a generation mm. because they could just oh, point no, them right. out. game, game, game. Spyro one, two, three, all in the space like three, <laughs> four years, because they didn't give a shit.
0: Yeah, oh god, that's a whole different episode. We can talk about that, like Mass Effect one, two, and three. Like how are you making these games so quickly, so good?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Hmm? Cool. Have I any, anything else that you wanna you wanna mention?
2: um and so to kind of like intersperse the rage of bloodborne um i've just been playing destiny 2 still
0: oh nice okay we'll part of that we'll come back to that in a minute because that is related to our topic of the discussion of the day i thought you're going to say Sorry, to
1: intersperse Dan. the rage you were just cuddling a kitten now and again but i want to well, hear you, can you do your best impression of the, the voices in the old town which is, what is this? You know, the people that are just like randomly shouting like, out go away. Like, go away! Go <laughs> away! <laughs> you
2: can't come in. It's like you're <laughs> a hunter, are you? And you're like, right, okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> leave me be. Don't yeah, be I'm coming around
1: yeah, here. Oh, there we go. That's perfect. That's made my life. Perfect. Brilliant. Amazing.
0: Um, well, for myself, I have been playing mainly VR stuff. Obviously, um, if you haven't listened to Cross Button VR yet, you should because there's the plug. Um, Sorry, I had to do that. Um, I have been playing, so the stuff I've been playing, there's non-VR versions of it as well, so GT7, I've still been playing lots of, it's fucking amazing in VR, but it's really good non, non-VR still as well, I just find it's such a nice game to just play in between other stuff, just plug away.
1: Motion sickness, just, come on, talk, talk to me about it, you're I mean, not getting it horrendously when you're driving a car. N-
0: no, no, I haven't had any motion sickness at all with do 2,
1: uh,
0: anything, there's nothing I can think of that's made me motion sick. So, I don't know, I've, I'm taking off all the all the training wheels now because when you play games and it's got like shift uh, turning and stuff, where it just moves you kind of like 20 degrees at a time. I've turned that off, so it's all smooth, smooth walking and stuff. And the horizon, we have to kind of wiggle your arms to make yourself walk. I've just turned it so you can do stick stick walking and stuff in first person. No, it didn't seem to bother me, and I, I did ease into it gently. So, but I know that was both you, both your main reasons for not not picking it up. So, mm. yeah, I'm know, know if it's i I'd never really played PSVR 1 enough to know if that did make me sick and if it's just that it's the improvements in the frame rate and hardware and stuff that's helped me or if it's just I'm not, not someone that gets sick in VR. Either way, I don't really get too much because I'm just happy being able to play stuff and not have to worry about it or think about it.
2: Amazing.
0: Cool. But yeah, GT7. Yeah, fly around those tracks. Happy days. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's great though, even in non-VR because sometimes I play it just non-VR if I just want to do quick... 10 minutes i can't be bothered um getting off the sofa basically to plug the headset in um it's very very satisfying just to do a couple of races and unlock another car um it doles out treats very quickly that game and I've also been playing The Last Worker. Uh, we've got a full review up of that on the um, on our YouTube channel. So if anyone wants to hear me and Alex talk about that at length, they can do. But it's very good. It's a very it's had very mixed reviews, but it's a very directed game. It's written and directed by one guy who, um, you can tell it's it's his his story, his his thing that he's he's telling his yeah his message that he's giving and stuff. So I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm probably about two thirds of the way through. I feel like I'm getting close to the end. Now it's only a very short game. Um, it's it's available non VR as well and it's on switch and everything else as well cool. so that's quite good and i've also been playing today a short hike which i've been playing on the switch but i should be playing it today with my son and it's, it's on playstation so you could pick up ps5 and for anyone that's not ever seen that game played that game it's so bloody good mm. i really really love that game with it's ps1 style graphics and all
1: never played it but always been appealed by it so i might try and pick it up So good
0: you might have to get that on steam deck as well that'd be Gosh. brilliant on steam deck i will have a look but it's only it's only like six pounds on PSN, and so I'm sure on Steam it'll be on even cheaper than that because everything's on sale all the time on that, right? Pretty much. But you will probably be able to get that for a couple of quid. It's such a nice. It's kind of like an easy listening style game. It's it's so gentle and fun and calming and feels good for your mental health because the whole message is in it and stuff. It's a
1: beautiful game. You can get it on the nice. Steam Deck. I'm going to buy it.
0: Oh, yes, got sale. And I think it's made by like one person as well. It's always good to buy a game that's made by one person, because you feel like you're supporting someone very directly
2: there. You do. Very good.
0: Hmm. Great. Well, good. All right, well, let's jump into our topic of the show then. Now, this is related to the uh, Microsoft takeover of Activision Blizzard, which finally looks like it's going to be going ahead soon, or soon, or it looks like the uh, the barriers to it are, are dropping away one by one. Uh, there was news recently, the uh, was it the UK uh, Competition Markets Authority was just like, yeah, we don't care anymore. We're not so bothered. Uh, they seem to have been relaxed by it. So, and that was seen as one of the big, big hurdles to cross. So that's now fallen. And I think it seems to have a sense of inevitability now that it didn't have a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, Sony's big thing uh, for not wanting to happen, they've been pulling out stops to try and prevent it and try and argue that uh, the loss of Call of Duty would be... Uh, a a great loss to them and they wouldn't they can't possibly create anything themselves um there's there's no way they could do it it's a juggernaut and if 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 microsoft took it away that would be bad for competition bad for people Mm -hmm. bad for the market and it just kind of disrupts the market so and i made the point and this may be one of my more questionable takes i do make questionable (laughs) takes quite often on twitter i'm told i quite often i tweet something and then people in their dozens and hundreds will line up to tell me how wrong i am (laughs) <laughs> um and this may be one of those times <laughs> i don't know see what you do think um but i i felt that if sony really wanted to create a viable call of duty competitor over the 10 years they've got because if they're going to get a deal with with microsoft to have call of duty same multi-platform day and day all the same feature set and everything same feature parity For the next 10 years, at least, you'd have to assume that after that 10 years is up, then Microsoft... But they might keep going, or they may then decide to make changes and try to to keep it more for themselves. But if Sony really wanted to, I think they could create a competitor. Now, I'm not saying it would beat them, um, but I'm saying it would be viable for them to create something that can help replace that lost income. Over a 10-year period, I think that's plenty of time. And if you imagine a real top-tier PlayStation Studios quality... Military shooter, shooter in the style of Call of Duty, get Bungie or someone to make it. Full weight of their marketing behind uh, behind the game, put it on PS Plus, VR spin-offs, use Sony Pictures to make some movie tie-ins and things, or TV cam- uh, tie-ins. Have a really good, solid campaign to it, plus a multiplayer component. I think they could create something uh, that could hold its own. I'm not saying it would be able to beat them and they won't have a bit of annual releases, but I think they can come up with something if they really wanted to. And I think that they haven't needed to so far because Call of Duty has been home on, on PlayStation for the last generation, and they've been making plenty of money just letting people buy that and getting their cut from every sale that people make of that and all the microtransactions. But what do you two think? Am I crazy? Am I wrong?
2: Yes. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, no. Well, thank you. Yes, yes no. I, that's I about know. as much clarity as I got from Twitter. <laughs>
2: um, I feel like... I don't... I mean, this could be like my outdated opinion i don't know i don't know how super relevant like cod is in the grand scheme of like the current gaming landscape with so many like games as a service games like apex mm. Fortnite, valo you know destiny they are free to start with and don't necessarily come with that um 18 plus age rating as well Mm -hmm. so i feel like yeah you've always got the core people who play cards and the people who play card professionally and you've got like that whole side of it but like all i ever see is people complaining Mm. about the new ones and how actually it's not as good as this it's not as good as that it's been easily 10 years since i've picked up a card title um and this is coming from someone that used to exclusively play card titles Oh, I don't yeah. think I've ever told you guys before. No? Um, wow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, back in the day, it was only card and Halo for me. Nice. Well, what,
0: was, what, what was the last one you played then, 10 years ago? What, where does that take us up to?
2: Advanced Warfare, maybe? Yeah. Hmm. Jetpacks?
0: Yeah, the last one like I that. bought was, or had bought for me, actually, a uh, girlfriend at the time, was World at War.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, And it was actually Modern played. Warfare 2. It was the game that pulled me back into because I didn't play games for several generations and it was when I moved in with housemates when I moved to London and my housemate had a PS three and he had Modern Warfare mm. two and I sort of just went into his room once he was playing it. And I was like, what the fuck? Since when do games look this good? <laughs> and it was it was that game that got me back into
2: gaming. True factor. Yeah. Modern Warfare 2 was the one I played the most. I, mm. think of, I think. Um but I think if it was me, I would combine like you said with Bungie, I would combine that aspect of what they've had with destiny recently maybe not lightfall because lightfall's getting like kind of mixed reviews now like that excitement's coming yeah, down yeah so is
0: is that what you've been playing
2: so i haven't been playing lightfall explicitly um because i literally just didn't want to buy the dlc while i was only just getting back into it so i've been playing witch queen which i got for a steal and some of the older things and i have really enjoyed it and i will play lightfall but only when it's on sale like I'm glad that I didn't drop the fifty quid to play it like day one. Um, and apparently so you... it's not quite worth that cash. But
0: mm. and and so do you feel then as a as a COD veteran that Bungie Destiny is on is on the level?
2: Loved it, loved it. I love it so much because it feels like old school Halo for me. So um, I've done lots of like the Witch Queen missions, but I've also played like a huge amount of the. Uh, PvP stuff um, more than I thought I would because I don't actually enjoy PvP that much. But this has mm. just sucked me in completely. Um, so I particularly like the sort of gambit matches where you're in a team against predominantly um, like enemies from the game and then you have small interactions with enemy teams. So it's not just like a team death match battle royale type thing. That I really like. I really like the style, I like the movement, um, and I don't feel like, as much as Destiny is very heavy with it being a service game and it's got all the microtransactions, it's not quite as bad as others. So you still can get quite a lot of out of it before you have to start actually putting cash into it. Mm. Um, so the way I look at it, if you mix that with the experience of something like Titanfall 2, you'd just be like printing cash. Like Titanfall Two for me had one of the best like FPS campaigns I've probably ever played, and an amazing multiplayer. Like I would play that now. I like to be fair. I've actually downloaded that on Steam recently because they obviously you can't play it on PS4 anymore. So, it sounds
0: like you are agreeing with me in that they don't need to worry and that they can create a perfect yeah. viable competitor if they wanted to. They just haven't. I think the resources so much.
2: are out there, and hmm. COD is just one thing. And it's just one thing that isn't great. Like, it's a legacy title, but it's not the best. It's not mm. the be-all and end-all.
0: Yeah, and I, I think they only have not bothered creating something like-for-like like competitor because they're like, well, we don't need to. Why would we go up mm. against it? We'll just create some other stuff. We'll just do our own thing. But if that goes away, if, or if they, if they lose access to it, then I don't think they'd have any trouble pushing, uh, pushing an alternative no. Dan, what do you think? Come on, come down. You've been so, cu- un uncustomarily quiet there.
1: Yeah, so play- I've been getting stats up, guys. So PlayStation oh, um, Research this and everything. Nice. I have. I've been looking at this. So PlayStation basically have had the the line share of uh, Call of Duty's advertising exclusivity for the past five years. Mm-hmm. So the reason they've done that, and it's to kind of counter Heather's point about it not really being a relevant game. It was still the top selling game of 2022 you know in ter- even that was a commercial flop go mm-hmm. quote unquote because it wasn't um wasn't really reviewed very well it was a bit mm-hmm. average but i've got very very interesting statista website here saying the best selling video game franchises worldwide as of december 2021 by unit sales so i've got the top 10 how many mm-hmm. of the top 10 can you guys name do you think Ooh. we can team together here so
2: so, best-selling of all time ever?
1: Ever. So um, I'll give you number one. All platforms. In fact, I won't give you number one. No. Oh. I'll give you number ten. Okay. Final Fantasy. All platforms. Okay. So.
2: Um, Assassin's Creed?
1: No. I was Ooh. surprised. That's surprising. Uh, Duty. Yes. That's second. <laughs> with uh, yep. 400 million unit sales. Um... Come on, gaming fans. Halo? Uh, no, no Halo. The Witcher? Nope. Oh my god.
2: I, the problem is I just want to list the things I like. So uh, it's I know, like, you literally just get
1: The Last of Us. <laughs> the Last of Us.
2: Horizon uh, <laughs> Zero Dawn. No, yeah. Bloodborne. Cups of coffee in the morning. Okay, so I'll go um, from 10
1: down to 9. Final fancy. Yeah. Then Lego. Oh, okay. Then the Sims. Mm-hmm. Minecraft.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roblox?
1: No. <laughs> no. FIFA? Oh yeah. GTA. Yeah. Pokemon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Pokemon's on three hundred and eighty six million. Super Mario is on three hundred and eighty seven million. Call mm-hmm. of Duty on four hundred million. And then Tetris yep. on four hundred and ninety six million.
2: Oh, Tetris yeah. Rapin. Oh ge.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. So just some context there so i think in terms of relevance like you said i don't think it's i don't think early adopters and i certainly don't think like industry um hobbyists like ourselves are like really as keen on call of duty or at least the mass majority of us aren't i've jumped into warzone a couple of times i think that's a really really good um um team kind of shootery i don't know what you call it one versus hundred whatever like it's it's a good example of it in terms of breaking the Fortnite mold moulding the PUBG yeah. mold. However, for Sony to go and make their own would require decades of attritional knowledge that they've built up within those different studios, Treyarch, and what's the other one can I can remember? Um Infinity Ward. Infinity Ward and the way they bounce between, you know, releases between those two different houses. Mm-hmm. Um the fact that you've got a team there that doesn't that's, I think I remember reading it's got pretty decent attrition and they look after them really well. So again, part of the acquisition, they're probably going to lock, lock down these guys into longer, long-term contracts again and make sure that they're going to be working on these games for the foreseeable. Um, Bungie, however, had a bit of a bit of a struggle in terms of workplace issues. It was known for crunch. It was well-documented online that it, it kind of struggled to keep people um, mm-hmm. for longer than a couple of years, you know, to work on the games, which is why I think the original release Destiny 2 was a little bit muddy. Um, although yeah. it's blossomed into a really interesting and, and still batshit confusing game um, yeah. where half of the story is just missing. And if you jump into it now, it's like, okay, well, I'm kind of, you're forced to kind of play the new stuff. It's quite overwhelming. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be really difficult for playstation to build up their own version
0: so i'm trying to find the name of it now but didn't there was you, you're saying about that that knowledge that has been built up there are devs that have left uh infinity ward and some of the ones that have started their own they start their own independent mm-hmm. studios and sony is not adverse to yeah. supporting those and building those up and then buying them uh, if they show potential, there's that one I forget all the names of them, but it was a couple of years ago. There was they kept buying lows, didn't they? There was Jade Redmond's uh, so one guys. that they bought before it's even had a game out.
1: You guys have seen NDAs before, like non disclosure agreements, they're not especially binding. But in terms of the uh, contracts that the guys will be signing off, you know, any of the IP that they're co developing with Call of Duty, any of the initiatives that they potentially got within that shooter space, or anything that, um, well. Uh, Microsoft will eventually be able to claim as their own they mm. won't be able to put into their games so it is it is tricky you know it's not going to be a it's not an easy ask and there's quite a lot of things in their games where you can see it now they're, they're far more developed as a shooter compared to other other shooters out there
0: sure, I get that but I'm talking 10 years it's like a no, g- generation and a half like if, if they even if they kept Total Duty for the next 10 years they think well we've not wanted to compete before because why would we we just let them let them have all of our place, our platform to play around with but if we're going to potentially lose it let's start to build up our own one and it might take them five, six, seven, it might take them an entire generation but I'm yeah. talking ten years from now, if, if they then face the point where we're now going to lose it, now we can force people to think actually do I want to Do I want to make a change, do I want to switch to playing more whatever it is, SOCOM or whatever they want to bring back and
1: <laughs> Go use, and buy a Medal of Honour Go and get that, I think that would make more <laughs> sense I think in terms of the look if they get the bungee guys to sit down and keep them focused go we're not going to do anything complicated guys and the bungee guys are going to go what and then they're going to go right sit down we bought your cake (laughs) just listen to us we We would like you to start producing a a game every two years it's not going to be an iterative thing like you've done with um with destiny you know you're not going to go back to your halo kind of um one game every four years we need a release every two years from you but we want to start iterating it so it's going to improve every year like fifa Like, that doesn't sound like the most compelling thing in the world for me. So I can't imagine what that's like for a dev house. If they go, okay, Mm. we're going to do it and we're going to double your salary, then maybe, you know, they'll they'll start getting more. Yeah, well,
0: I mean, it doesn't sound compelling to me either, but obviously Infinity Ward are compelled to do it (laughs) quite happily. (laughs) They put out games every couple of years, don't they, Every two or three years.
1: It's a groove though, isn't it? And I think, like, flipping a business round to go from, all right, you're going to be this 10-year-plus game plan for Destiny 2-ish you're going to be playing on that, and that roadmap is something we really care about, we want to build out, blah, 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 blah. So then flipping that house around to go, right, now you're going to produce something every couple of years because we need to make money and we need to take away, you know, retail spa- retail share away from Call of Duty because we're worried about Microsoft having two of the best shooters in Halo and, and Call of Duty now in their IP. Mm-hmm. Um Personally, I don't think it'll matter in 10 years. I think everything will have an agreement anyway, and I don't think we'll be playing boxes on desks like we are at the moment i think it's going to be a, a different uh, yeah. landscape so yeah. yeah but yeah i think it's going to be tough either way if sony want to really build out that that game
0: i think also if microsoft are putting god out for the next 10 years on playstation it'll be like minecraft it'll just be something that they don't take away yeah you know, minecraft Legends is coming day and day everywhere um so that's like just a franchise they see as a multi-platform one Sony have said they're going to keep Destiny as a multi-platform thing, so hopefully they just all learn to play nicely together and just have oh, they will. these these IP just just, well, What's the point in taking it away from from one, one fan as, base?
1: As soon as Microsoft go, you know what we'd really like to do? We'd like to put our Game Pass onto televisions, and then they go, well, what's the market share? Split of tellies. And they go through all the Chinese models and go, right, okay, they're dominating LG really high, blah, blah, blah. When they get to Sony and realise they've got like a 15% market share in television and then they have to sit in front of the board of directors over in Japan and go, we'd really like to put Game Pass on your Sony televisions. The conversation's forced at that point. And same way when Sony go, we'd really like to put, um, you know, we'd like to build out our infrastructure better using Azure network, Microsoft, you know, what can we do with you? They're going to have to play nice at some point. The people that might miss out are Nintendo, but I think they've got quite a progressive chairman now, haven't they? They'll you know, be fine. Yeah, he'll fine. I think they'll be all right, so... We'll see. But,
0: I mean, you, you mentioned Game Pass there it is a good point. I don't think Microsoft are ever going to take Call of Duty away from PlayStation. Uh, but if it becomes on Game Pass day one for no extra cost and you can just play it there versus paying £60, yeah. £70 pounds to pay it on PS5, people are going to gravitate over to that, which is, that's why I think they will look to try and develop their own competitor over time to try and pull people back and just pull people away from COD, uh, okay. Call of Duty onto something that's not on Game Pass, that's something they have to buy on PlayStation.
1: Just don't yeah. underestimate that, um, the power of the billboard. You know, if, if that logo flips from a PlayStation logo to an Xbox, mm. yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden Microsoft start advertising on, you know, the, the Champions League matches, and they've got the opening uh, intros to it with Heineken as well, like, it, it's a big, big sway, and that's exactly where that market sits. Call the but this is good because
0: this is good though because this is what competition is a good thing because it would be great now to see Sony think well actually we've not needed to bother making some of this but now let's really try and let's go toe to toe with them let's compete in the same way that Battlefield used to as well and that made Call of Duty a better game as a result because they had that competition from Battlefield where they could have lost their audience if that became better the game but in the end they kept improving kept their audience engaged and Battlefield's now fallen away, so you know it's a good thing. I'm not I'm not saying this any anyway, of this is bad stuff, but if it forces Sony to come up with their own thing, then that will in turn will only keep making Call of Duty better again.
1: Sorry, Chelsea have just sat the manager, I'm very happy. Sorry, I just saw that flash up. So Wall. Yeah. Graham potter
0: Yes. There's a uh, Leicester as well, does it? Right? Rogers, yeah. So can yeah. the
1: marry manager Mary go around? Although I wouldn't Yeah, want just have a
0: straight swap. <laughs> no, definitely not. Good. All right. Well I feel like we lost Dan's interest now, so I'm still here. <laughs> He's gonna just jump onto his Chelsea podcast now.
1: I'm just happier. It's fine.
0: Good. Good. Well, any final thoughts on that question? Because it probably is about time to, to wrap up there anyway. So any, any final thoughts on that they want to any closing arguments for or against?
1: It. I just want to know about Heather's like old cod days and whether or not she was eating, drinking that sneak yeah. energy monster. Oh my energy. god, no! What, what was she Nose doing?
2: Um, yeah. I didn't drink. Well, this was before, before powdered energy drinks. Yeah. Or on that, mate. Old Toes,
0: and... at least. You, you, you know,
2: the this Dewey was shows. like in my little halls in Cambridge, from my little telly that was probably like this big. My little Xbox. Um, yeah, I. Regret haven't told you guys that I used to compete <laughs> as well. So that was fun. Oh really? Yeah, amazing. Pro, no? yeah. Pro gamer. Pro gamer. Wow. Yeah.
1: I got into a, a really good position on FIFA on my old 360, where I was like in the top hundred for a while, and mm-hmm. then it just yeah, just faded away, and subsequently failed that year of uni. So mm. two things coincidental, I think so. So I think just wasn't my, Yeah,
2: wasn't my inability to. Wasn't your year, mate? No, it was my year. No. <laughs> wasn't your year. It was not it my was... year. Wow. No, but now I've seen the light. So, narrative adventures from here out.
0: That's all right. If we can get Alex hosting a PlayStation podcast, we can forgive anyone.
1: That's a
0: really <laughs> good point. I know. Oh, <laughs> we're, but we're not. You know, we're not. We're not fanboys here, despite what people, <laughs> despite what we wind each other up about. I feel like we all play everything, so it's all good we do it's all good now on the final point on this bloody activision thing i hope that it does go through if it goes through or not i just hope it just whatever happens happens quickly because it feels like sony have been holding their cards close to their chest for fear of just wanting to come out yep. with like a really strong hype machine look how much we've got because if they do that then the competition market thinks well, well it looks like they're going to be fine either way so we can just let this go through so it feels like they've been keeping their mouth shut about everything and people are so starved now for some Hype! I feel like Mm. from uh, PS5 and PSVR2, just like come on, what the fuck are you making here? We don't know anything other than Spider Man and Wolverine. That's like one studio. Show us what else you're you're making. I don't think there's going to be anything else other than Spider Man Two this year because we've got Final Fantasy and that and some other bits and bobs. But there must be so much other stuff that we can find out about for next year that we've got literally no idea out. So I hope this rumored PlayStation Showcase in the next couple of months Mm. does does happen because it's been bloody years since there's been a proper
1: one. I'm definitely gonna get one in G, so like either so. way, yeah, either way will be. I think that games.
2: will be a big one. It'll be like boom. There's like ten games. Spider-Man's release date, November 10th. Oof. That's what I'm putting it down for. It's gonna be amazing. November
0: mm, 10th. I hope it's good. not. There's rumours it's gonna be that same week as Starfield, which I hope that's not the case because always if, is.
1: If it went toe to toe with it, that's not a bad thing because I still think Starfield's gonna. No,
0: I be... know. I just want to play both, and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Selfish. I probably would place. But I probably would play Spider-Man first because this is a sort of game you can bash through in like fifteen hours. Mm-hmm. If it's anything like the mm-hmm. first one, mm-hmm. um, we'll see. Hopefully, it's a bit longer than Miles Morales. Finish that in about four or five hours, yeah. um, and then yeah, I'll get to get to Starfield. But it'll be nice to be able to play them both and not have to choose. Choose.
1: Agreed. Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: Okay. Well, leave it there, shall we? Let's leave it Lovely. there. Hmm. Um, Well, thank you everyone for listening. Um, If you do fancy getting a bit more involved with our fellow cross players, we'd love to have you. So please get yourselves over to that there, Discord. Uh, Last but absolutely not least, a big thank you to all of our patrons for supporting the work we do. We bloody love you all. Mm -hmm. I've been your host, Laurie. These two have been Heather and Dan, and we will see you again next time. Until then, it's goodbye.
2: Bye. Bye.